My granddaddy was a barbecue master in North Carolina. All righty, what's up, guys? Welcome into the Modern Christian Dudes podcast. We are back, all three of us together, one big happy family. Here we are. We got Funko Pro Greg Walden in the house. All right. <laughs> and Big Ben, a.k.a. King Ranch, ask you right over there. Oh, yeah. Switch them up there this time. When, when are we getting those new sound effects? Did you? I need to transfer <laughs> the files over. They're going to be awesome. They're going to be amazing. Epic. Coming up. Did you get your truck fixed? The King Ranch truck? It's, it's fixed-ish. All right. Awesome. <laughs> That's what you happen. What, what is the joke? I've never said those jokes, but it's uh, fix or repair daily, the Ford, right? That's one of them. Yeah, I think on, it's all, on, I think it's all vehicles. <laughs> it's first on honestly, honestly, I think I, I've owned most most uh most of them and the only ones i've never really had problems with is japanese vehicles yeah as sad as sad as mad as my my grandfather would be <laughs> well i've had two shout four, out to japan i've had two four trucks and they've both been good and i forgot to remember sorry yep <laughs> there's a sound effect right there oh yeah but you've had good luck with the fords there ak Funko yeah. pro greg walton yeah, right both my, i had a, I had a 2003 uh ranger 400,000 miles on it, still ticking, and I sold it and got my F-150. It's got about 168,000 on it. Yeah, still I think it depends going. on what year you get. But I, I've i never I, – I, my my repairs on Japanese vehicles have just been very minor, very minor. Shout out to Japan. We've had listeners uh, from Oka, Osaka and Okinawa mm-hmm. listen from those, hailing from those areas. Yeah, so well, shout out to you. Japan. They're made in Iowa, so. Maybe some military guys <laughs> yeah. or <laughs> – Anyway, there we go. Hey, we're dudes talking new sports and God, so we're grateful that you guys join us, and we're just trying to have a conversation with the, with a bunch of Christian dudes all across the world. So we did have a week off. We had some variables in our life, shall we say? So I'm going to walk us through here today, guys. I think the one we have to start off with, which we was so hot last week, so we're coming late to the party here, but we got to talk about the release, upcoming release of Thor: Love and Thunder, the the yes. trailer. Which was funny, I, last week I was going to talk about that because I was reading articles of fans that were mad. They're like, where's the trailer at? We're yeah. so close to the release and yet no trailer. I believe there are some reasons I'll talk about in just a moment before that. But let's go to our resident cosplay expert here, uh, yes. Fat, Fat Thor. Bad yes. news for you, though. Okay, so go ahead. Take it's, it away. Uh, bad news for well, Bad news for you and that well, yeah. you're going to have to <clears throat> surrender <clears throat> Fat that, Thor. That just means I can dress my <laughs> wife. My wife is, is Thor. Yeah. So, oh, there! Wow, I uh, so I, I, I celebrated. Well, I celebrated. Excuse me. I celebrated with making a Milnor myself. Okay. So uh, yeah, with your three D with my three D printer, right, and sir. I painted it up, and looks awesome and realish. And no, I'm really excited. I love, I love the Thor series. Well, I take that back. The first and second one were terrible. The second being the worst, and then Ragnarok was just amazing. Amazing, yes. it was it was amazing. And so same same director lined up for this one, and uh, it's, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a ride. I love 
I love, 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 love the 80s-esque. Tons of 80s references. So many Easter eggs. So many Easter eggs. So if you if you don't know, you have to get on YouTube and go watch some of the breakdowns yeah. of, of the trailers. Uh, what's that guy's name? New Rockstars. New Rockstars. Yeah, shout they, out to them. They yeah, do tremendous they breakdowns. They do amazing breakdowns. Film. They'll give yeah. you all the Easter eggs in it, and they... The, even the eighties references, uh, yeah. back and forth. I and watched I the like, video; like I didn't catch any. I didn't of those. catch any <laughs> of them amazing. either. So, so yeah. So either no, they're I'm, really smart or they're just making them all. I'm really excited. Uh, Thor has a has a unique new uh, armor, which is like blue and gold, which I don't know if that's like a reference to the comics at some point. Um, and then obviously Jane Foster at the end uh, catches the reforged Mjolnir. Yeah, uh, Helena had broken. So not a real long trailer, about a minute. It's and 30, not, but there was so much, seconds. so much packed in that. that oh, I'm so excited. Korg is back, which is Thor's rock buddy that he met. Yep, uh, in the arena. And oh <laughs> man, I just love. Here's, I love that. What is it? Watiti, uh, that that yeah. director. Yep, Watiti, so yep. good and yeah. so funny. Yeah, I didn't realize he was the actor in the Netflix movie we had been talking about a lot. Which one? Uh, when you're talking about the metaverse and how the metaverse might be like that, the Netflix movie. Oh, uh, uh, play, Ready, Ready Player One? No, I don't have it now. Okay, anyway. Oh, um, Free Guy. Free Guy. Yeah, Free Guy. Who is he? He was the bad guy. He's oh, the creator yeah, of the video he was. Game. Oh, yeah, he I was, was like, was. whoa, okay. Yeah. So he, also, he also directed a movie called uh, Jojo Rabbit, which is <laughs> it's kind of interesting. It, it takes place in uh, Nazi Germany. And it's like this Hitler youth kid, but his imaginary friend is Hitler. So it's just kind of this wacky deal. But hmm. I found an article at BGR.com. It says, after weeks of speculation about the delays, the first Thor Love and Thunder dropped a few days ago. The first Thor 4 clip delivers a big reveal, but not what we expected. We see Mighty, we see mighty Thor, Natalie Portman, in the video, but not Gore, the god butcher, yeah. Christian Bale, who's supposed to be the bad guy. We didn't get a chance to see him. Uh, the absence of the film's main villain makes you question the Thor 4 plot. What is the film about and who will Thor, Chris Hemsworth, fight? MCU trailers are meant to be confusing. Even though there is a big gore teaser in the first Love and Thunder trailer, what's less confusing, however, is Marvel's merchandising. So that, that's one key I've now learned with uh, if you want to get sneak peeks or spoilers. You look at their toys. At the toys because yeah. they have to release those and yep. be ready to release. So that's become a new way to kind of maybe get a sneak peek or spoiler. So, yep. so and to, uh, go ahead. So Christian Bale plays the villain. Gore, yeah. Gore, wow. Oh, I so, I so talk okay, about do you want me to get into the nerd nerd verse here with Gore? Sure, let me finish reading this okay. and we'll get into it. Just, okay. it's just a few days ago that we got our first look at Gore via new Love and Thunder figurines leak. The toys will go on sale soon, and they also show the costumes of some of the other significant characters in the movie. Uh, we saw Mighty Thor in uh, Mourner, Hammer, in a separate round of leaks. On top of that, we got... Uh, look at Thor's goat boat, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. Thanks yep. to new Lego sets for the movie. That goes, that's it, like his mythology. Yeah. Or whatever. So basically, what else did they say here? I've discovered the partial answer to the question of the, 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 the Mighty Thor's helmet replica explains that Jane's cancer. So we yep. kind of knew that anyway. But yep. the hammer helps her battle for her illness, the cancer. Yep. She fights villains, including Gore, the god Butcher. 
so that's going to be, I think, the plot leak. It says the product uh, product description doesn't tell us who repaired Mourner. That's the big thing. How did the yeah, hammer Miel, get repaired? Mielnor. Mielnor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And how Jane became worthy. So that'll be interesting to find out whether the upcoming coming Thor 4 trailers and clips will tease or explain the plot details. And my last comment back to you, Big Ben, is they were saying a lot of they're going to release more trailers after Doctor Strange. Oh, so that's the big key. Yeah. They didn't show some stuff because they're going to wait Makes for sense. Doctor Strange. Then the next couple teasers will release uh, some of that. So okay. I was like, ah, I got it. I got yeah. it. Okay, back okay. to you. I'm, I'm okay with that. But uh, if, you, if you know anything about the comics, Jane Foster ends up having cancer. Uh, and then she also becomes Thor. So it's just kind of one of those things. So Jane Foster might or might not have cancer. I don't know. It wasn't confirmed. So, uh, But Gore. I'm sure she will. The Gore. Uh, the the so his, his origin story essentially is his planet is destroyed by a celestial. So if you think about like Eternals, how Eternals, the the, yep. the, the, uh, the celestial was being born out of consume the planet or the planet's energy, right, destroy right. it. Celestial. That's what born. happened to Gore's planet, and so Gore then vows to uh, destroy. All of the gods and celestials, which, uh, you know, Thor and, and Odin, they're all, you know, ant, like descendants of the celestials, blah, 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 mm. blah, whatever. So, so Thor falls within that category of okay. who, who uh, Gore wants. And he, Gore has a poisoned sword that's like a god killer. So okay. Some kind of like black goo or something on it. You'll have to make that in your 3D printer. Uh, I, I just had a massive revelation. Here's what we could do. This is the new addiction we could give to Funko Pro Greg Walden. Yeah. 3D printer so he can make his own Funko Pops. Yes. Oh, geez. It could happen. <laughs> my, wife will be, my wife's like, can you make me a stitch? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Love and Thunder, the previews look good. Go check them out. YouTube, they're all over the place. Looking very exciting. Yep. And I think I'll be like, it'll like be some good psychological recovery for me to watch that movie mm-hmm. coming out of the recently released Batman Oh. In the darkness of that movie, yeah. Yeah. like I'm still recovering from yeah. that one. Well, I see. I've been I've been watching the Moon Knight series, and uh, it, have you been watching that at all? No, no. Okay, so Moon Knight. I knew nothing about Moon Knight whatsoever, but it it kind of plays on the same kind of kind of deal that Thor does with the Greek mythology. Okay. They're also adding in the Egyptian mythology. So it basically. Each of the Egyptian gods has an avatar or a human that they speak through on the planet or whatever, and they give them certain powers, and that's what Moon Knight is. Oh, so okay. it's uh, Oscar Isaac, which actually he does a fantastic job, but it's dark. It's oh, yeah. it's 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 strangely I don't like the dark stuff, man. Yeah, it's kind of weird for for Marvel to go into that, but it's mm. but I would place it there with um with da- like the Daredevil and okay. uh, like Luke Cage. Uh, L- L- Ragnarok definitely Ra- Thor Ragnarok the only one that I thought was a little dark or c- kind of edged mm. was Captain America Civil War yeah. you know they had the discrepancy yeah. to- Tony yeah. Stark and yeah, Captain America each and fighting each other that's the only yeah. tension I ever really liked but yeah. outside of that let's stick to Rag- Thor Ragnarok let's stick to the yeah. you know great battle scenes beat the bad guy yeah. some humor along the way some yeah. serious some, some love relationships it'll be interesting to Come see on. how it all plays in too and as I like yeah. we're waiting for the Loki series to continue as well yeah, yeah. because yep. that left on a huge cliffhanger yeah. and so it's there's so many things going on like I was very concerned after Tony Stark dies 
in uh yep. in, in endgame right and it's like where are they going to go from this like it's like it put a capstone on 10 years of my life of watching these videos yeah being Ugh. so enthralled in, in 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 them and then our lives think about when we get old someday our lives our lives will be marked by it will mcu phase, <laughs> phase <laughs> one two three and four right and so i was really concerned where they were going to go with it but I'm what john wayne movies were to old guys exactly MC, yeah, it probably it probably us. will be old guys <laughs> talking about robert downey jr it'll be it'll be like <laughs> when, when i meet old guys and they i say i'm jeremiah johnson because they're jeremiah Jr. oh be, yeah some yeah, little yeah. boy will be named tony stark and yes. be like, your yeah. name's tony stark i love uh, that movie exactly <laughs> your name's steve rogers but, whoa uh, so far though i've been i've been pleasantly happy with where marvel is going with all this I would say the only thing that I haven't really cared for was the WandaVision so far. Yeah. I haven't watched that one yet. Still not, you know, being crabby old guy on this one, still definitely fall in line with, um, you know, Tony Stark, Iron Man, Captain America. Yeah. We'll, that will forever. Oh, yeah, heart, so. absolutely. Any I last think. comments there, Funko Pro? Greg? Did you catch the trailer or you're sitting here kind of uh, well, I, a little confused? I'm just saying, I'm just I'm, the one thing that stokes me is Christian Bale. I mean, I like Christian Bale. Christian Bale. He's great. my favorite Batman. And if he talks like Batman in that movie, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm sold. Give me yeah. a ticket. He, yeah, he's a great actor. I think he'll. Yeah, pull he's off fantastic. He's do, so. Oh, also, uh, we forgot to mention uh, Russell Crowe. Oh, Russell Crowe is going to be in this movie too as Zeus. Oh, man. So they're bringing in they're bringing in Zeus and all them as well. So yeah. he's another one of my favorite actors too. But yeah, he's good. He, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. When's the movie coming out? Oh, uh, I just closed out my window there. It next, is July eighth. July eighth. No, July eighth. Okay. We're going to plan a uh, we're going to plan a movie trip. Next month is going to be Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, yeah. And coming up after that will be Thor: Love and Thunder. All right, moving on. Uh, before we get to the Mountain Dew taste test, we're going to get to that in just a second. We're going to talk a little Red Bull news. I do love Red Bull. Uh, I, I drink it here and there every once in a while. But the big story, uh, Red Bull. Uh, this didn't happen over the 4th of July, but they always do like a big event over the 4th of July as well. Kind of like the hot dog contest. They always do a big stunt of some sort. Right, right. I didn't catch this till just this morning, but the FAA are investigating Red Bull after a failed Red Bull plane swap. Did you hear about this story? No, I haven't It's crazy. About it. So uh, let me read the article. A plane swap stunt in which two pilots attempted to switch planes while midair resulted in a crash landing in the Arizona desert over the weekend and prompted a federal investigation. No one was injured in Sunday's Red Bull plane swap, and pilots Luke uh, Luke Aikens and Andy Farrington were able to safely touch down to the ground. Red Bull touted the event as the world's first aviation feat, and the attempt was live-streamed on Hulu. In the plan, plan stunt, Aikens and Farrington cousins, who are skydivers and pilots, were supposed to send their Cessna 182 planes into a tandem nosedive at 14,000 feet and jump out to switch aircrafts, Red Bull said. The aircraft had custom-built autopilot systems to stay on the correct trajectory and were fitted with a speed brake and larger wheels to slow the rate of de descent and ensure the skydivers can catch up to them. The duo planned to skydive to 2,000 feet above ground level before they got into the other plane and flew up, according to the stunt breakdown. However, one of the planes crashed during Sunday's attempt. So uh, very crazy. Go watch this YouTube video. But that, that's that, a crazy they, stunt. Are they propeller? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. So basically, one of the planes just kind of, uh, instead of nose diving, kind of flipped all the way around and then started spinning downward and just <laughs> crashed into it. Wow. He bailed That's... and had to parachute out. Like, 
That's epic. <laughs> yeah. Well, see that it's called plane swap. Yeah, plane swap. Plane swap. So yes, okay. Two planes. Well, see two pilots <laughs> jumping out of the planes. That's technically swapping. A, that's technically a video game term. There's a, a so it's called jet swap. There's a video game called uh, Battlefield, and yep. this guy yeah. jumps out of a out of his plane, snipes the guy out of another plane, and then steals his plane. So yeah. it's like that's. It's it's kind of pop culture thing. Right right now, I, I played the original Battlefield 1942. I used to do little stunts. I used to get in a plane. I go up. I do a loop. Then I jump out the plane, parachute, and get back into plane as it's coming down. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You've done this in real life. That's amazing. No, that's all oh, the video, video game. game. Video okay. game. Okay. <laughs> I, I think my, my all-time favorite Red Bull stunts is when Tony Hawk jumped out of the parach uh, the plane with no parachute. Did you ever see that one? No. <laughs> Tony Hawk had like three or four skydivers, and they but, just grabbed him. Yeah, they grabbed him and suited him up. But still, that's that's pretty. That, epic. That's some. Well, one of my my favorites, pretty the one manly, that, right there. The guy that went up in a balloon and jumped from yes. base, essentially outer space. Oh yeah, space. that was hard. He had to have a suit. Yeah, that one was epic. There was a guy that uh, I don't know if it was a Red Bull, but there's a guy that that jumped and without a parachute, and they had a net that caught him. Yep. Yeah, oh yeah, was that, was that a Red Bull? Yeah, I believe so because they yeah. do. They always do an annual one, if not uh, other sporadic. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I watched a video of a guy. He's down the. Uh, it was somewhere down by Monument Valley, somewhere in the southwest. He basically was strapped to all these helium balloons, and he was going to float up. He floated up to about twenty five thousand foot or so. But he's like he's trying to get some record, but he, he released like two hundred foot before he got to the record. He released. Oh no! <laughs> he was two hundred foot short. He just—they were like, Tim, "Hold on, two hundred feet!" And he just—he just latched himself. Like, oh, but Red Bull was the stratosphere jump. Yep. Felix Baumgartner. Yep, I remember that one. Epic. Um, yeah. World record snowmobile jump, backflip over racing truck. Did, uh, Red Bull did Red Bull win the midair F- link F1, of two gliders F one championship. World Championship? Did it? Oh, the F1? I don't know about that. Bull? They have a great F1 team, though. They're I like, know. It was Max, Max, they're for, top. Max Verstappen. I thought he... he I think he won it. it last year. I'd have to verify that. But okay. definitely, I'm diving down the F1 hole in the hey, Netflix. Not hey, Netflix. you and I, I mean, if we want to get together and watch those F1 races, I would love to. They are fascinating. I, I, lo- I love F1. Yeah, F1 my, is cool. My granddad used to go to them in Bayron or Bahrain. How? Uh, I guess, how is F1 not more... Well... NASCAR is kind of dying out the last few years. Oh yeah, but how is F one not way more popular than NASCAR? Well, it's 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 like soccer, it's popular everywhere else. Yeah. Oh, big that's, deal. Yeah. Huge deal. It's like soccer. So, <clears throat> well, I you know, but they have they have a race down in in Florida. Okay. Uh, the uh, something. What is? It? I forget. They have one called. in Texas. The one I watched working out this morning was watching F one on Netflix, and there there's one in Austin. Yeah. Gotcha. But, well, there's they have one in, in Bahrain where, where my grandparents lived. And then uh, my grandpa, <clears throat> I don't know if he's been to uh, Lamont. Not, you know, he's been to Lamont, but uh, what's the one in Monaco? In South, Monaco. Yeah. I don't think he's been there. That one looks like that's the cool one. Legit. That's yeah. the one where uh, it was an Elon Iron Musk. Man. Yeah. Elon Musk, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Iron Man, whatever it was, Iron Man 2 or whatever it was. That's funny. So there we go. Um, very interesting story. Shout out to Red Bull. All right. So now we get to the time, guys. Here we go. We have a new product in front of us. Here we have the Mountain Dew Flaming Hot. If you guys yeah. have not seen this before, uh, caught our attention on the aisles here at our local Walmart. Yeah, the Mountain Dew uh, Flaming Hot. So we're gonna taste of it. Of course, if you, you don't know that, the pastor here loves Mountain Dew. I do Dew. love Mountain Dew. 
And he also equally loves Flaming Hot. He regularly eats Flaming Hot mac and cheese. <laughs> and so yeah. this, this is just... Mac and cheese, the Cheetos are good. Placing two loves of your life together. I'm I'm going so I'm going to make an early prediction before I even put something in my mouth. You know, f- uh, food and, and beverages are so much texture based. It's like when uh-huh. we drank that Buffalo Wild Wing or Buffalo Wing soda and some of those funky sodas. It's like yeah, these aren't these aren't meant to be drank. These are right. meant to be yeah. ate. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm I'm wondering before I even partake you know, of it. Well, I don't. I mean, it's just going to be spicy Mountain Dew yeah. with a blend of heat and citrus. So it probably it's, I don't, I think it's just going to have a little heat to it. Yeah. It's my early prediction. We haven't drank yeah. it yet. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's going to be fine. I think, yeah, I think it'll be okay. I've never had a spicy hot soda for this will be my, <laughs> first but yeah. We'll All right, see. here we go. We're now officially the taste test. Hmm. We're, we're drinking, tasting. Okay. Yeah, it. I mean, <laughs> Greg oh, Greg Walden disapproves his uh, face. His taste like what's okay. what's the last one you didn't like? The last one we drank. Which one was that? That was the uh, one. Uh, that one had the pink lemonade or pink raspberry. Oh yeah, that, that one's not bad. Mm. It's it's really not that spicy. Oh, I would. <laughs> I would almost. I would almost say this is it's like uh ginger ale. Yep, there you go. It's a it's spicy like, ginger ale. Yeah, it's like um yeah, that it's like what is, is it nut, <laughs> nutmeg? That's spi- that's spicy. What is it? It has a it has a little after aftertaste to I'm it. I'm not coughing because it's like killing me, but hmm. Well, I I have my analogy but I don't know if it's appropriate or not. I mean, it's not it's not awful. It's not bad. I'm going to have to meditate on it. Definitely going to have to meditate on it. Yeah. No, it tastes like tastes like the devil had a urinalysis test. <laughs> no, I don't think it's bad. <laughs> I think it's a. Oh, what is that? What is that root that girls like put in their coffee now? It's like a ginger. Is, no, not ginger. Is it? It might be ginger. Yeah, ginger. Man, I'm not sure. Sorry, guys, we're not doing a great job here, but uh, it's okay. I don't think it's gonna last. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. Again, a it's, lot of these flavors are just kind of like okay. Cool. Let's do that for a couple weeks and yeah. then move it on. It doesn't even have a Cheeto taste to it. I mean, I, I think maybe. Were yeah. you? <laughs> well, okay. It's it's. Uh, keep in mind, it's flaming hot, not flaming hot Cheeto. Mind well, you. You would. Yeah, yeah you flaming would. flaming hot is so not. Keep that. It's not mind. just Cheetos. Flaming hot. Definitely doesn't taste like flaming it's hot got Cheetos. The, for sure. It's got the flaming hot Cheetos uh, guy on it though. No, it's got the flaming hot sign a guy on it. Yeah, but he's also on the flaming hot Cheetos. Well, yeah, because too. they're flaming hot Cheetos. Okay. Oh. So. We're a little bit indifferent here, folks. So go to your local store if you see that flaming think, hot Mountain Dew. I think some people are absolutely going to love it, and some people are going to be Greg Walden. Yeah, <laughs> it might. This might be a good one in the morning, though. Like it might, it might wake you up in the morning. Yeah, I mean, I probably drink this can and never drink it again. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's not yeah. awful. I will. I will drink the full can, hmm. but it's it's not something I would buy. Yeah. Well, Mountain Dew, I love you. You ha- you hold a special place in my heart. No problems here. I probably won't. Uh, I'll keep drinking the original. I do love. Yesterday after church, I went to Taco Bell. I still love the Baja Blast. Is definitely a great yeah. Mountain Dew. Yep. Uh, I still love the orange. I do love the um, Major Melon. I think that is a great one. I don't pick it up that often. Major Melon is great. I haven't picked up the orange for a while, but Livewire. 
Yeah. Exceptional. So really nothing. I still love the pitch black, which they don't care as a regular yeah, flavor. That's that was my favorite as I a do te- like that as a teenager. A lot, so. You know the one that came out for Christmas, the uh that one that had the ginger. Ginger bread? snapped. Yeah, I love that one. That one's actually a pretty good one. Okay. A couple more stories here, guys. Let's get into some spiritual talk about over you. What do you got there, Funko Pro Greg Walden? Alrighty. Well, we took so much time on Thor Love and Thunder yeah. as well. Well that's what I that's what I was gonna talk about, so we're good. <laughs> well, I mean you're going back to your bike right back uh about a month ago, the K yes. Trail. We've got your ultimate uh, rail. Two hundred and forty miles, roughly in two days. We have the ultimate uh, rail trail adventure. They're actually working on it. It's not done yet, but eventually, it's going to be a thirty-seven hundred mile rail trail across the United States. It goes from Washington State through the northern part of the United States to Nebraska, Iowa. Illinois all the way to Washington, D.C. Oh, no. I think that could potentially be a boring <laughs> ride. could be a boring ride. I've driven across Nebraska As, many times. Not too exciting. Yeah, Nebraska and <laughs> Illinois. That stint yeah. is going to be awful. It goes Probably through, the uh, Washington. I don't know. Washington. It actually goes through my uh, my uh, bur- uh, town I was born in and graduated high school in Peru, Indiana. It goes right through there. Oh, man. What was it? Purdue? or Peru, Indiana. Peru, Indiana. That's where I was Shout born. Shout out. Where you were a Trump trumpet playing champion back in the day. Circus capital of the world. Circus capital. Wow. That's what they call it. All right. Well, that'll be interesting because I was to Tour de France is like 24, 2800 miles or something like that. That'll be interesting. I don't, you know, that 30, would take. Did you say 37? 3,700 miles, yeah. Wow. That'd be good. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah. Mostly, mo- a lot of it, because you can go out there, have a website, you can actually Let's, go on the map and, and see. That's probably going to be everybody's go-to. I don't now, think though. the church will give me that much time off. I, I think I think that'll definitely be everybody. <laughs> you can do it four days. <laughs> the, the cyclists that go across country, that'll probably be their go-to. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm going to say that the Katy Trail isn't part Somebody of Somebody will make a YouTube video of that, for sure. Yeah. Oh, just walking it, too. I've seen people walk across the United States. All right, guys. Well, we want to get into the Word here today, and I'm just... I'm doing a lot of listening to the Bible this year. Uh, I have in the past, but I'm listening to it more this year, and I find it to be a pleasurable experience. So if you guys, uh, you know, if you're busy like I am, you're running to and fro, it's always great to just read the Bible. Yeah. Like um, Again, I'm a, I don't like to just park it in the office all day long, per se. I'll get up and move around. So I stick the earbuds in and, and just try to listen to the Bible a lot. It's very yeah. beneficial and helpful. So as I listen, I'm always waiting for that that story to capture me. And, and it's always interesting what, what just grabs hold of me that day when I'm listening to the Bible. And I was listening to Luke chapter 7. And I think this is a great story. I want to read the whole thing to us and let it challenge us in whatever way it might. But in Luke 7, 36, it says, One of the Pharisees asked Jesus to have dinner with him. So Jesus went to his home and sat down to eat. When a certain immoral woman from that city heard he was eating there, she brought a beautiful alabaster jar filled with expensive perfume. Then she knelt, be, uh, and some thought she was a prostitute, uh, many scholars, biblical people. Then she knelt behind him at his feet, weeping. Her tears fell on his feet, and she wiped them off with her hair, Then she kept kissing his feet and putting perfume on them. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, she said, he said to himself, is this man, if if this man were a prophet, he would know what kind of woman is touching him. She's a sinner. Then Jesus answered his thoughts. Simon, he said to the Pharisee, I have something to say to you. So there's three other versions of this, the same story in Matthew and Mark, but this one is the part where Jesus like, well, Hey, I have something to say to you now. And I found this to be interesting. He said, go ahead, teacher, Simon replied. Then Jesus told them the story. A man loaned money to two people 
500 pieces of silver to one and 50 pieces to the other, but neither of them could repay him. So he kindly forgave them both canceling their debts. Who do you suppose loved him more after that? Simon answered, I suppose the one whom he canceled the larger debt. Uh, That's right. Jesus said, then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, look at this woman kneeling here. When I entered your home, you did not offer me water to wash dust from my feet, but she washed them with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You didn't greet me with a kiss, but from the, the time I first came in, she has not stopped kissing my feet. You neglected the courtesy of olive oil to my head, but she has anointed my feet with rare perfume. Uh, oil, this rare perfume should have been used on head, not on feet. Like spent, It should have been like cheaper oil or whatever. So I tell you her sins, and there are many have been forgiven. She has, she has shown me much love, but a person who is forgiven little shows only little love. Then Jesus said to the woman, your sins are forgiven. So I, you know, I was reading that. I was like, wow, what a powerful story of this horrible, sinful woman who comes to Jesus and just uh, that, that alabaster jar of perfume, which, you know, again, if you go look in scholars, basically you have to break that open. And once it's broken open, it's, it's not going to be used anymore after it's like right. one time use only right. kind of, and it was very, very expensive. And she was willing to, you know, pour that, uh, over Jesus's feet and, and the expense of that. But what caught me, cause I'm, you know, I am a sinner, but I'm saved. I'm a Christian now. I'm following right. Jesus. But what kind of captured me was Jesus is like, you know, you, you know, here she is basically worshiping me. She is just pouring worship over me. And you didn't even give, you didn't even wash my feet, which is a very common practice in that time. Right, yeah, right. You'd come in and be like, Hey, you know, if you guys came into my house in that time frame, the first thing I would do is give you a bowl of water to wash your feet. That was appropriate. You know, then, right. and then Jesus mentions these other two things. You didn't even give me a kiss. You didn't give me, give me oil for my head. I'm the savior. Like I'm Jesus. If you should do that for anyone. And so what I'm challenged with today for me as a modern Christian dude is I think that the danger that we have, the longer we follow Jesus, the more we can take him for granted. It's yeah. like Jesus walks, yeah. Jesus walks in our church and in, in, not even in our church, Jesus is in our lives every day, but we treat him, we treat him, we forgot to treat him like who he is. We start treating him just like another ordinary person. We don't even wash his feet anymore. Right. We don't even, we don't even kiss him anymore. Right. You know, we don't, we don't even put oil on his head. And Jesus is like, here she is. She's willing to give me everything to, to, to pour something so expensive. She's willing to pour that over me. Uh, and yet you won't even do the yeah. basic things anymore. Yeah. And I was really convicted by that. Yeah. Well, I think we should all be convicted of that because we, we can get in a very, <clears throat> very religious mentality when somebody comes in and you're looking at them, you're like, oh, yeah, they're, they got saved. They're a Christian, you know, their life and blah, 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 blah. And we can look down on them the same way and look at them and be like, oh, yeah, they're, they're an awful, you know, they, they're in drugs and blah, 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 and this and that. But, you know, they're, <clears throat> they're, you know, you, the times where you experience God the most, I feel like, is in those times of need. You know, it's like, why do people find salvation at their rock bottom? It's like, well, they're, that is literally the last, their last chance or last opportunity and desperate, you know, and crying out. And so they cry out with a true heart. But, <clears throat> you know, but as a Christian, you know, you, you live your life you know, according to scripture and, you know, apply those things and you get, you get, you know, you know, it says you get blessed and over time you, you make those good decisions and good results from it. And, 
it's it's easy to not rely on God, especially in our country, you know. And so when people come in and they're like ragged and this and that, it's very easy to look at them and be like, oh, whatever. Yeah, well, and you said the story, you know, basically it states that she was a sinner. I mean, so the, yeah. the he thing was sinner. I mean, this Bible's uh, the New Testament's full of stories like Zacchaeus, yeah, uh, tax collector, you know, and, and so the one thing I brought out of that is that you know when you're next to Jesus, Jesus, you know, he was he was he's God in man, but, but he that his he exposed the darkness. That was in these people. It's like when you're having that dark, you got two, you know, you either respond one of two ways. You either, you, you, you get that conviction and you respond, you know, to it. Like, you know, I acknowledge it. I, you, you know, you, you, you acknowledge it positively like this woman did, or you acknowledge it like a Pharisee, which they harden their hearts. And it's like, well, yeah. So, so that goes back to you have one of two ways when, when God's in the room, when God's, in the room, and you're next to you're in that presence of God. As a sinner, you have two choices. How do you respond to that presence? Yeah. Well, and I, I've said this. I said this multiple times, maybe on on this podcast. But the most biblically studied men of the time, like the Pharisees, knew the prophecies of the Messiah in and out, and they still missed him. You know, it's like I think it's very easy for us to get in a religious mentality and, and miss Jesus, miss the Messiah and miss out on the promises of God because we've, you know, worked up what God is in, in our minds and, you know, it's easy to miss him. Part of our, our job as Christians is to minister to Jesus, not just have Jesus minister to us all the time. You know, that the, the goal that Jesus is like, she's ministering to me. She's worshiping me. She's, like we all always take in that mentality. Like I do as well. When we come to church, it's like, Jesus, you owe me something, right? You're supposed to minister to me today. Right. And really the opposite is true, right? Even going back to the old Testament, when they came to the, when they came to the temple, they weren't actually there to get ministered to most of the time. Yeah. They were there to bring a sacrifice. They were there to perform yeah. duties. They were there to like minister to the God of all creation. Yeah. And so Jesus like, you know, I, I need minister to, too. Like, yeah, I think we kind of lose that perspective. Not that right. Jesus really, really needs us, but he welcomes us ministering to him. So that woman there was not ministering to other people. She was right. ministering to Jesus himself. Yeah. And that's an important part of our Christian journey. I mean, yeah. we were created, we were created to worship it and, and worship God. You know, we were created to worship God and say, and serve him, you know, but when, uh, the mentality of a lot of Christians now is that God should serve them. Like, got some kind of you know heavenly santa claus yeah i only come to you when i need something but any other time i don't have no time for you yeah absolutely sorry greg when i only come to you when i need you you know (laughs) (laughs) you're such a great friend greg walden so anyway hey guys there you go enjoy always having spiritual discussion with you guys talking news everything that's going on well I guess we're going to end the show by sipping our Mountain Dew and pondering the thoughts of life. And will we take uh, probably the last 12-pack we'll buy? But I, I don't think I'm going to go buy a 12-pack. But Anybody who wants this one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we could autograph those and, you know, give them away or something yeah. like that. Mod- MCD, Modern Christian Dudes. <laughs> Talk to you later, guys. Spicy. Maybe if you dip some... Uh, spi- Flaming Hot Cheetos in it, and then eat oh, the Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs>
something guys. like that. Do you want to go to Lambert's? Like, share, subscribe, guys. Tell someone about MCD. Thanks for listening, Japan.